Hey guys, before the show started, I just wanted to remind you that you only have one week to get your limited edition NTN one year mug. So go down into the description, look for the URL, and you can order it right away. Don't forget we have a contest that is going right don't forget we have a contest that is going on right now. Make sure you guys go check out the Twitter and look for the pinned tweet to get entered to win a copy of Monster Prom. Also, don't forget that when you enter to win one week, you are also entered to win the grand prize, which is a bundle worth $70. We appreciate all the love and support. Help support the show by telling your friends about us and enjoy the show, guys. All right, everybody. We are starting up the podcast right about now. Hey, guys. How's it going? Pretty good. How you doing? Dude, I'm doing solidly okay. Oh, God. I'm on camera now. (laughs) <laughs> oh god <laughs> i had oh man i had that moment when you turned it on that i had like a weird which i've never had before like a deer in the headlights I'm like <laughs> shit what kind of face was i making <laughs> oh man <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> so we all good we good to yeah go? we're, we're golden we are good to go uh, i i am beautiful you are you are honestly one little tiny thing i did not expect your camera to be as phenomenal as it was it looks real good just saying i was losing my mind there for a second i was trying to hold back i was like oh my god that looks really good (laughs) oh my god such a nice camera (laughs) (laughs) thank you it's a logitech 1080p pro stream camera Oh, you God. can find it on Amazon. <laughs> oh, <God>. uh. <laughs> oh man! Oh my God! <laughs> hello, <laughs> hello, and welcome to Next to Nothing, the show where we talk about how to waste your time and not your money in gaming. I am one of your hosts, Danny K. With me, as always, Rendicions. How are you doing, Hi, I'm Ren? Ren. Hey, I'm doing actually pretty good. I just recently got a new camera. I haven't gotten the chance to use it yet. And I have to wait till tomorrow so that way I have all the cords to actually use it on my computer. So all I can do right now is just stare at it and just really wish it was working. That's the only thing I can realistically (laughs) do right now. I'm so excited yet so disappointed at the exact same time. But aside from that, I'm great. I'm just dandy. Awesome. Uh, with us this week, now I have gone through a couple of ways to pronounce his name. It's not Homiek. It's not Detroit Smash. It is Homic Smash. Not, not, not even that one. Close enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's Homic Smash. Homic. There we go. There we oh, go. Man. I have it written down here. <laughs> Phonetic. I have it written down. Home dash ick, and I fucked mm. up. Oh, Homic man. smash. You're good, dude. <laughs> Don't even worry about it, man. So, wonderful guest. Tell the uh, wonderful people who are here who don't know who you are where they can find you what you do and all that good stuff uh is swearing allowed on this channel yes yes <laughs> okay <laughs> all right awesome just making sure <laughs> Hello, everybody. My name is Homic Smash. I'm a variety caster. I do vocal things and bullshit. You can find me at home uh, twitch.tv forward slash Homic Smash, um, where I do I I do variety things. I sing and I do voice acting stuff and 
just make an ass of myself on the internet while praising the glory that is metal. That's what I do. Hell yeah. I don't think I've heard a more succinct and beautiful plug. <laughs> we need to clip that <laughs> and and send Devil. it to all future guests. Like this is how you, you do a plug. Be, you have to be this fucking full of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> this is how egotistical you have to be. <laughs> oh my god! So I, I've go- had a lot of practice. <laughs> so go check out homic uh i did a shout out in the live twitch stream if you're joining us live um if you are not if you are joining us in the vod or if you're joining us on youtube or on any of the podcast platforms such as spotify and apple Podcasts, the, a link will be provided down below in the description so go check it out down there um guys before we get started on talking about games and stuff mm-hmm. we have a giveaway yeah I got a couple names. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven names uh, who all retweeted our tweet uh, that said we have, you know, a new podcast is up on the feed. This is, of course, a part of the one year celebration. We want to thank everyone uh, for celebrating one year with us. We still have a couple more weeks to go. Uh, all good. these. Yes. Yeah, thank, thank you, dude. Yeah, man. That's awesome. <laughs> So, uh, without further ado, let's pick a name at random. So, um, I'm going to re-roll it because it is somebody (laughs) who I, it was Mr. Green Elite. Congratulations, NTN Podcast, for winning the giveaway. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the actual winner. Oh, man. At Brandon. (laughs) Three nine one five five. Wait, Brandon. Three nine one five six six nine zero. Eight six seven five three zero. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh I love man! For using. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, uh, congratulations, Brandon. Uh, number, 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 number. Um, just a real quick, a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, the person who won last week. Uh, we have added you on Twitter. Uh, please respond to us. If you don't respond to us within 30 days, we'll be giving the game away to somebody else. So if you want that game, last week's winner, um, please respond to us. Send us a message on Twitter at NTN pod. Uh, mm-hmm. Other than that, congratulations to Brandon. You won a copy of Ren. What did you want a copy of? Hollow Knight. A phenomenal game, by the way. Like that game nice. is so good. Oh, my God. So, congratulations. Uh, This week, we'll be giving away a copy of Monster Prom, a dating sim in which you uh, date monsters, and it was produced by Jesse Cox. Mm -hmm. Also a really good game. Shockingly good. (laughs) Yeah, Ren, you've played it, right? Yeah, I have. I think we talked about it on the podcast before. I think we have. Mm -hmm. Just give people a quick, uh, like, thumbs up, thumbs down, or, like, a score, whatever you want to do. Oh, it's pretty good. It's solidly pretty good. It's, like one of the only dating sim games I ever played and actually also enjoyed. <laughs> like, <laughs> almost all the rest of them are horrible, except for that one, and I think Dream Daddy were both really good. So, yeah. The only awesome. the, the only dating sim game I've ever played was Doki Doki Literature Club, so... <gasps> That's fair. <laughs> I can only assume... I never played this one, so I can only assume, based on the other glowing... Uh, recommendations that it is really damn good i've heard nothing but wonderful things about it but of course a lot of my uh my gaming content involves jesse cox so it might be a little biased 
Fair <laughs> <laughs> <Great> point. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> so, with that out of the way, we've got some mm-hmm. stuff to talk about. It's yeah. a pretty light news week, so we have some games. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just want to start with this thing I yeah. pulled off of itch. Okay. Oh, I mean, sure. I, oh, I actually changed <laughs> to Raid oh, yeah, Shadow no. Legends because... Oh, yeah, let's talk so, about that. <laughs> yeah, for a little bit of context, like background context for you, chat. So uh, Danny was over here being like, I really want to talk about this one game, but I just can't stop playing this other one. And I know we <laughs> talked about it, and I didn't think I was going to be playing it still, but like I still am. <laughs> so that's that's essentially the boat we're in right now. So see, which <laughs> I just opened it up because I wanted to make sure I have a reference, guys. I so there's a weekly and daily login reward. I just got the five week do- login reward, and it's a sacred shard, <laughs> dude. That's more commitment than I've had in any physical relationship. <laughs> <All right. laughs> oh my god! So this game, this goes back a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, let me actually make sure check and see for sure i'll probably even link it down below um this game is it's called raid shadow legends and what happened was there's a bunch of promos that came out at a certain point in time and actually i'm still seeing promos for this game um i'm still i think i want to say uh one youtuber i watch called billiam i want to say i've seen them do a promo for this game um there's just yeah been enough uh, plenty of them that I, I kind of wanted to check it out because, and uh, kind of see what this thing was. Mm-hmm. So it's a collect them all RPG uh, where you play in a generic fantasy world. You build a team of or a party of uh, generic fantasy characters with, you know, different powers and different attributes mm-hmm. and you run these dungeons each dungeon has uh three rounds of combat or um not three rounds of combat necessarily but three like encounters where like you fight against uh another team of generic rpg characters and then like at the end of all of like these you know you have have uh, some sort of boss mm-hmm. i don't know why i've continued to play it there's not it, 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 it is very upfront that it wants your money. <laughs> like you open it up and it's like, hey, check out this option on the store. Close that out. <laughs> hey, we got another option. You didn't like that last option. You want this option on the store? No, I'm good. Let's, can I get to the game? Hey, look, I have another $40 option here for you. You want this $40 <laughs> option on this? Uh... <laughs> Dude, I think you should take the $40 option. Yeah, and so just just upsell, man. Keep upselling. Yeah, it just keeps exactly. Up. Go, every time I load up the app, it's like I have like five five windows I need to close. <laughs> um, now the game is fairly generous. In like every twenty four hours, you get a you mm. get a, a common shard, which gives you basically a character that you can get some rare characters out of them, but not that not that often it's usually just a good sack you you sacrifice them to level up other characters right um so you know every 24 hours you get basically a free sacrifice it you get um you can get those common shards dropped to you in combat Mm -hmm. um you get uh, a rare shard every um like four days or something like that so that's another like fairly common occurrence you get some rare interesting uh characters that um have 
you know, good abilities and whatnot. Uh, the game, as you guys can see in the video here, looks good. Mm-hmm. Like the character models and everything like that look good. There's nothing necessarily mm-hmm. wrong with it. It runs perfectly fine. It's a mobile game. If it didn't run fine, <laughs> there'd be some major problems. Right. Um, and I would not be still playing it. Um, I think there's something about the fact that like in combat, I can run it on auto. Like I'm not, mm-hmm. I don't have to like manually, you know, select every move and aspect of the game. Right. That has led me to just play it more because I, what I found is that like, uh, I'll be like on my couch or like, I'll be like at a spot in like my work day mm-hmm. where I'm waiting for some stuff to, like finalize and push through right so i just like load it up quick and like set it to auto run a dungeon and just kind of like let it go oh i won cool you know that 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 ah shit i lost and i'm like okay now i gotta go in and i gotta like spend all this silver to upgrade these characters and stuff like that i think that's the big thing is that it, 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 i'm not like having to really pay attention to this game and the fact mm-hmm. that it just auto runs yeah <laughs> it does is the reason i keep playing playing it mm-hmm. and then there's like the there's kind of like a skinner box effect where uh anytime i like open up a shard or something like that or use a shard I'm like who kind of character am i gonna get this time oh fuck a bandit really <laughs> And then there's the times I got like I got like an epic character once. Um, mm-hmm. One of the characters I'm running is like an orc fighter. She has like a regular attack, a power attack, and then she can revive one of my fallen heroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I run her mostly like in my lead slot. Right. And so that was like a character I got out of like a, I think it was like a rare shard or something like that. Mm-hmm. I. I can't really explain it much else except for it's just really like easy to keep playing it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's held my go ahead. I was going to say, I'm just really impressed by the quality because I haven't really checked yeah. out too many mobile games recently just because like, I've always had that stigma of like mobile games are inherent. Like I, I might be wrong in this regard, but I think half of them are garbage. So, oh, yeah. So Come like, on, man, you I... don't want to play Fortnite on your mobile device, or <laughs> why aren't you playing Clash of Clans with me? But well, it's not oh, even. Man. It's not even that like most of them are trash. It's also that most of them are trash, and they sell your data. Right. Yeah. Like if, I if love, you've this ever... one looks really good. Like it actually looks really solid as like a title. Like I could even consider seeing this on being like a PC thing, in its own right. If, if this got some sort of PC port, I'd probably stream it. Right. <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of a game that is on PC right now uh, mm-hmm. called, for the, called For the King. Um, not nearly as uh, pretty as this. It's got a kind of more, um, I wouldn't say chibi, but it's got a right. more kind of, kind of, if I say animated, does that make sense? Yeah, like, no, I, I completely like, agree. I was going to yeah, say it has more of like that anime vibe to it than anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, we're, like for the king has a very like kind of it's got a unique art style to it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, same thing, though. You I don't know if you I haven't played it myself. I watched my buddy uh, uh, Jack Lafier play it, though. Mm-hmm. And uh, he uh, he freaking uh, he plays the hell out of it. 
and you can actually roll co-op in the game through a dungeon as like certain heroes i've been really mm-hmm. tempted to get the game but i i wanted to stream it with someone mm-hmm. um so but but yeah that's what this reminds me of because you roll through a dungeon killing whatever monster groups of monsters that you come across and you eventually you can like find shopkeepers along the way and eventually you try and beat like the dungeon boss before you move on to the next zone. I don't know if that's something similar uh, to what this is exactly, but well, each each dungeon is kind of like themed to like the area in the can I mostly play the campaign. Um there's some other dungeons where it's like or there's like some other combat areas. So I might need to just open up so I can actually remember what they're all called. Um so you have like the campaign where you have the individual like stages and each stage has three rounds of combat in it essentially and then mm-hmm. at like stage seven i think yeah stage seven is where they have their boss on each of the campaign levels um and then you have your dungeons which are like the same the dungeons is like uh different keeps i guess different castles it's the same rounds over and over again but they get progressively harder and so you get like you know it looks like there's like 15 stages Per dungeon you only unlock one after you beat the one below it mm-hmm. and you get different loot out of that as well um different thing you know power-ups and whatever else it very much is designed to make you want to grind because right. you can you know free to play game it, it, it obviously is designed to give you to sell you the convenience of the game right um that's a lot of what they're trying to make you buy is you know, different convenience items. Mm-hmm. Um, that upgrade would, tree thing is making me want to play uh, Final Fantasy XIV right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but seeing like the whole upgrade, watch the bar go up, and then like, yeah, really, I just mm-hmm. get that urge, like, God, I want to, I want to smith in FF14 now. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what. It's, sorry, it's really no, random thought. Actually, and that's <laughs> and that's something I forget about that aspect of the fucking game all the goddamn time like I'll, i will lose and i'm like why the fuck am i losing this you know i can't seem to get past this oh because i haven't upgraded any of my gear because it's not like right in front of me mm-hmm. um and it, it's also a huge silver sink um so everything requires like silver you want to upgrade your gear you have to use silver which thankfully mm-hmm. they're really generous with the silver um you want to you want to open up a shard you have to use your silver Right, you expend a, a, a shard and your silver. You want to remove items, use your silver. You want to sacrifice uh, champions to upgrade other champions, got to use your silver. You know, mm-hmm. uh, silver is the big sink, and so that's where I think a lot of like these packs are. It's like you'll get like one million silver, <laughs> you know, <laughs> for ten dollars. <laughs> so it's just that's like just- a. <laughs> That's just that's just uh, I've gotten so used to mobile games just being like that. Though. Yeah, I don't play a lot of them, but right. I mean, you can download this game for free, right? Right. So yeah, like, it, that's, it's that's, not and that's not even egregious in my opinion. Yeah, um, yeah, like because that's how they just make their money. So I mean, mm-hmm, if you're yeah. spending like a buck or so, like a yeah. couple of bucks, like a month, I wouldn't say that's a bad thing. Yeah, no, especially if it's a good if you're enjoying the game, right? Yeah. I mean, Warframe's got it's free yeah. to play and it's got that model. I think I've mm-hmm. spent yeah. maybe like I've spent maybe full full game price on that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when I played it, I had a hell of a good time. Yeah, um, yeah. I have no problem with uh 
like as as predatory as it can be mm-hmm. uh, my um microtransactions and stuff like that on a free game it's right. fine yeah um but, because it's not mandatory in order to own the mm. game right or mm. yeah I, and, which actually is really funny that you mentioned that because we had uh, actually one of the stories I suggested and I didn't really talk about it as an option mm-hmm. uh, was this game that's labeled uh, it's called esports heroes or mm-hmm. esports esports hero uh, that's a free to play scam on Steam. Um, oh really? But, yeah. Uh, so it, it's free to download, but then they're like, "Hey, in order to play the game, you need to buy this." Yeah. Oh, is that the uh, is, that, is that the thing that had uh, Bobby Kotick's wonderful face on it? Is, is that uh, <laughs> oh n- no, no, no! This was one of the first things. Uh, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, this is a video. Oh, it, I see. This it. was a video from uh, Big Fry. Um, but yeah, like I am perfectly fine with it. I haven't felt pressured to like, or like felt like the impulsive need. I haven't felt like it's really been exploiting me. Now, I will say one thing that. I, I am a little annoyed with is just the fact that the store is kind of hard to click out of. Mm-hmm. And so I could see where like maybe a kid on mom and dad's iPad would accidentally click on something yeah. or it would like impulsively click on something. And that could be a problem. I could see that for sure being a problem. But other than that, and it, to be honest, I mean, that's kind of crummy in terms of UI design mm-hmm. and kind of exploitative in terms of UI design, but that's not, the worst thing in this space right not to say that it's good but it's also not like the worst thing that i've seen in this in in the mobile space Mm -hmm. um have you spent any money on this so far none okay all right no i mean it is the epitome of a to me it's like the epitome of a toilet game it's like Mm -hmm. i play it when I'm on the toilet and I have, you know, nothing to read or check on or emails you to respond. Wipe your ass with it. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I wipe my ass. <laughs> there's, um, there's the, you know, I am watching the news on the couch moment. And then there's the, well, shit, I just tried to export logs for work and now I'm going to be here for about five minutes. Let's run right. dungeon. That's, that's how I've been playing it. Um, so... I mean, any other questions on Raid Shadow Legends and why I keep playing this game for some reason? <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm mostly just shocked by how good it looks because I I think I'm with Hamak in the boat of like I don't trust mobile games for like a vast majority of them. I really don't. Like, you really gotta sell me on it otherwise. But uh, it looks okay. <laughs> yeah, it looks Which, all right. In terms of promo. Mm-hmm. They've spared no expense. I've seen, like I said, a Billiam, Philip DeFranco, right. um, Anthony from CSN. Um, oh, God. Uh, uh, John, Hayden actually, Webster. now that I think about it, JonTron actually promoted this game too a while. Him too. Yeah. Yes. JonTron did um, Wavy WebSurf, Wang. Mm. I mean, I could list off like basically everyone on my YouTube subscription list. Right. Um, and I've probably revealed way too much about myself. <laughs> Listing off all the people I've seen it on. Yeah. People, are, people are probably judging me right now. <laughs> I'm surprised I haven't seen LTT <laughs> get sponsored by it. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, they've spared like no expense. If you guys... I'm not paid. Hashtag not an ad. Um, 
it's it's fine it, it's kept me entertained i've for some reason kept going i keep going back to play it every other day or so maybe every day mm-hmm. um <laughs> just it seems like a good time waster yeah that's, raid, that's what it's been but raid shadow legends if you do want to give us give <laughs> yes. or me i mean if you want money it's yeah about your game you know? yeah mm-hmm. i'll do i'll cool. tell you what i'll do one sponsored stream i'll just do it i will do like a six hour stream of just playing this game and then we're done and we're out <laughs> oh man oh my goodness um so right. that's raid shadow legends <laughs> uh ren what's next on the docket unless you guys had anything else you want to talk about I think I'm personally good. I feel like we kind of, I mean, we've already talked about it in the past and like, there's not a whole lot extra to add on top of it, but I think we're good. However, I think Cadence of Hyrule is a nice little place where we can go to for a bit because I'm very curious about how, uh, Mick feels about it. Mm -hmm. Yes. I, yes, I enjoyed the ever living hell out of Cadence of Hyrule. Um, it, it doesn't also help the fact that one of my one of my friends, uh, Family Jewels, wrote the guitar part for freaking Cadence of Hyrule. Oh, like, really? It, it, really? Yes. All the all the guitar that you hear, all that all the, all that awesome guitar music. That's all Family Jewels, and you can find him at YouTube.tv or YouTube.tv, <laughs> <laughs> YouTube.com forward slash what was yeah forward slash uh, Family Jewels and Twitch.tv forward slash Family Jewels. Um, awesome guy, brilliant musician. Um, uh, him and also his, a uh, his, a uh, uh, comrade is a partner in crime slash, uh, slash significant, uh, lady, uh, Adriosaurus. Actually, she sang a lot of the lyrics or a lot of the uh, vocals in this game as well. Like for those of you who don't know, it's, a it's a spiritual sequel slash spinoff mm-hmm. to uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer, which is a very notoriously difficult, um, uh roguelite roguelike mm-hmm. game mm-hmm. um where you have to move and fight to the rhythm of the song that is playing in the background whenever you get into combat maybe we'll see in a second whenever you right. get into combat uh, a grid appears in the ground it's, yeah just like this like a disco floor mm-hmm. um and, and you hop to the rhythm and you attack in rhythm you dodge in the rhythm you you bells in rhythm and uh, over time, you build you build up like a fight meter that can increase your. I uh, see that it reflect to the beat also. Um, and it's just if you're uh, someone who loves music and loves mm-hmm. rocking out, um, this game is just like a natural flow for you. Also, the art style is gorgeous. Like the art style for this game in particular, like Crypt of the Necro Dancer had a very fun art style, but mm-hmm. this game's art style is just actually beautiful. Like I was looking at it and I'm like. The sprites, how they move and everything, like Nintendo, the artists who worked on this did a really goddamn good job of just uh, making their version of the Zelda world just really look like its own in yeah. this setting. Yeah, it looks phenomenal. Like, it looks really good. I actually didn't expect it to look like this good, <laughs> to be honest. As somebody that did yeah. play Crypt of the Necrodancer a little bit. Like, yes, it does have, like, its own unique art cell, but it's not anything, like, super crazy. Like, it's not anything, like, outside the realm of possibility. But this looks mm-hmm. like an actual straight-up, like, it, it looks like a Legend of Zelda game. Like, that's just what it looks mm-hmm. like. It looks proper. Like, that doesn't look cool. like there's anything wrong with it by any means. Well, well, it is. I mean, like, that's 
like uh, the creators of Crypto the Necro Dancer, I guess I I don't know how it went down, but someone from Nintendo was like, "We love your game. We want you mm-hmm. to make a Zelda version of it." So this is an actual <laughs> official, like Nintendo wanted this to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, deal. Yeah, um, they announced it at E three, right? Yes, they did. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And uh, freaking. Yeah, I'm astounded that uh, Jules and Adri were to keep a lid on this uh, as a side note, just because, like, freaking Nintendo's uh, non-disclosure policies are brutal. Right. As far as, like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I enjoyed the hell out of this game. Uh, the only downside is uh, I took my time with this game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had, like, multiple streams of, like, uh, I think I beat this game in, like, I think I beat this game in, uh, I want to say 12 hours, mm-hmm. but you can honestly beat the game if you just sit. That's streaming and all the shenanigans that I do. You can honestly mm-hmm. sit down and beat the game in like maybe uh, four or five hours. It's really not that long. And unfortunately, yeah. the price is like tw- the price is 25 bucks, which isn't mm-hmm. too bad. It's not too bad, but at the same time, like for most people who are like, $25 I want more than five hours right um to which I do also say that the map randomly generates mm-hmm. uh in certain aspects uh Hyrule Castle and Lake Hylia stay in the same locations but the uh Grudu Valley the forest and um I think the beach zone or something like that uh the other zones they actually oh the mountains mountain range death mountain they actually swap on the map where they could okay. potentially be. Located. Oh, wow. So it has a little bit of, has a little bit of uh replayability. So mm-hmm. for, for like speed runs and stuff. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I thought that was cute. And I only found that out because um, uh, I played a play test and then I completely restarted the game. And when I restarted the game, my map, I'm like, I don't remember this being in this location. So then I realized mm-hmm. that the map randomly generates every mm-hmm. time you start the game. Um, yeah. And you can get you can get different weapons and power ups and stuff. Uh, you just uh, she just picked up a uh, obsidian torch uh, to light in uh, little dark dungeon areas and stuff like that. You can get ranged weapons like broad sweeping mm-hmm. weapons. Um, you, you get all the classic like kind of Zelda tropey uh, weapons and items and stuff like you got bombs. You got yeah. Uh, like boomerang, bow and arrow, and they all have their own different way of playing in this rhythm-based game, and it's mm-hmm. all really freaking cool. And I, I really enjoyed the hell out of this game. Um, yeah, and I honestly can't wait to see what um what the devs of this game do next. Um, I don't necessarily want a sequel. I think a official Crypt of the Necro Dancers sequel would be mm-hmm. awesome. No, I yeah. still need to beat the first. I still need to beat the first game because, frankly, it's hard as hell. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. It really is. It's definitely a game that tries to convince you that it's easy because, like, with an art style like this, like, it's pretty. It's pretty easy to get caught up in the sense, like, oh, this is kind of a kids' game. Not really, but like with that sort of art style, it can kind of sell you on that front. But um, I found that to be the exact case with me when it came to Crypt of the Necro Dancer. I was like, oh. I've played like several different roguelikes. So this will be fine. I'll be like, I'll be okay. I'm competent enough to handle it. And then I found out I had zero rhythm whatsoever. <laughs> I can barely like fight basic mobs. And I'm just sitting here like, what is happening right now? Like, what is going on? 
Um, did this one it's have the same a... type of difficulty to it? No, this one's actually a lot easier. So the way it works is if um, if you die in this game, because you will die in the very beginning because <laughs> you've only got three hearts to start. Right. Um, you actually get... So you see in the top right corner, you got rupees, small mm -hmm. keys, and then you got diamonds. Diamonds are the perma currency. Um, okay. Whenever you die, you keep the diamonds that you've collected. You lose all your rupees, all Majora's mm -hmm. Mask style, but you keep all your diamonds. And you enter this respawn screen where then you can, um, <clears throat> or this like a weird room, like respawn room, where you can uh, then purchase something with the diamonds you've acquired. Um, and then you can restart where you left off. Whatever dungeon you have beat, though, you retain. It's a lot easier than Crypt of the Necrodancer, I'll say. Okay. Like, yeah. Um, <clears throat> you don't completely restart and have to like right. fight your way through a dungeon over again. Mm -hmm. You can. Uh, yeah, that is the death scene. Exactly what I was talking about. Right. Um, so you can then like buy an item and then you can enter back into the world. Um, whatever your dungeons you've beaten, whatever bosses you've beaten, stay beaten. Okay. Um, so and also your your amount of heart stays the same and everything, but you lose. Um, I think all of, I don't know if you lose all your weapons. I think you lose all. Your weapons. Mm -hmm. Um, but you get to a point in this game where you just get so powerful that mm -hmm. you almost never die, especially when you yeah. throw under the fact that you can get you can bottle fairies just like any other Zelda game. Right. Um, you can basically you can just stay alive forever if you know where to go in order to get the item that'll keep you alive and stuff like that. Uh, I mm -hmm. died a little bit in the beginning. But then yeah. around the halfway point of the game, after I had gotten like six, seven hearts, like mm -hmm. it, it just, it just, it was fun, but it was definitely not nearly as challenging as it was in the very beginning. Right. Okay. I got you. I got you. Got you. So does but, this just but, have, okay, no, go ahead. Sorry. But I was going to say about Ren for you, since mm -hmm. you suffer with the rhythm thing. Yeah. There is actually, there is, I forget what the mode is called exactly, but in this game it has a... I'll call it a rhythm challenged mode. Okay. Um, you, <laughs> okay. You, can, you can turn off the requirement of rhythm in mm -hmm. the game and you can just, you play it as like a turn based, kind of like a turn based strategy game. Oh, okay. And yeah. So, like, uh, you would like, so I guess you could say it would play like kind of like Final Fantasy Tactics, I guess. Right. Yeah. Um. So you would like move your character and then you would see the monster like do a move. Mm -hmm. And you know it's like they're they're preparing to attack move or something like that, and mm -hmm. then you could choose to like strike them or like reposition yourself or something like that. Right. So that that's the way that it plays out. Um, if you have trouble with the rhythm, mm -hmm. if not, like you know, it, yeah, it's fun to play regardless. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was I going to ask? Oh, so okay, so Thanks, with Crypto the Necro Dancer, it's just inherently a roguelike. Is there any, like, mode option? Like, can you change it to be in a roguelike setting? Because it somewhat is, but there's also that, like, case where you even said yourself, when you kill a boss, it's dead. Like, that, that part's already dealt with, that part's done. Certain mm -hmm. things like that. Getting health containers, those last. Um, yeah. Things like that. Is um, there any bonus mode where I could just be like, okay, I want to set it to just be perma like permadeath, roguelike, from start to finish? And then I'm see not, how that goes. I'm honestly not sure. I'd have to look into it because I just okay. played the game straight up. Um, right. I will. I will say, uh, as far as that, um, in the opposite direction, there is a co-op mm -hmm. mode. Oh, really? 
yes, you can actually play this game with a friend. And you actually, you've got the choice of either playing as Zelda, mm-hmm. uh, Link, or the uh, Crypt of the Necro Dancer lead character. Oh, God, I'm playing. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, she is in this game. Like, she makes, like, the story behind this game is, like, she gets teleported to this world, to uh, the land of Hyrule. And so she's oh. helping uh, Link and Zelda uh, gotcha. do their thing. Mm, that's and, uh, really like, cool that's super uh, cool i did not know that was the thing at all <laughs> yep mm, i'm just um I-, I love this freaking game just because the the art as i said the art style is so charming uh, mm-hmm. knowing that some of my friends worked on it like worked their asses on it is also another huge like kind of prideful like cap right cap in my hat to know that i know some really amazing people who got to work on this game um, yeah and it's also just, it's fun and it's adorable. It's got all the classic Zelda tropes, as well as some tropes from another, from a brilliantly made, awesome indie game developer that just really, you can tell they love what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Love, and I don't know, you can just, it is a really well made game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can even tell like immediately, like the split second they pulled up the inventory screen, that was the split second I noticed they added an insane amount more depth than they did with mm-hmm. uh, the original one. Because the original uh, um, Crypt of the Necrodancer did not have nearly as much in terms of like a depth mechanic or anything like an inventory per se. It was kind of just like, I found a weapon, I'm going to use it. If it's good, great. If it's not, I guess I'll just skip it for now and then try to find another one. But uh, yeah. I really, I like just seeing that alone, I'm really excited to see what they do with another um, Crypt of the Necrodancer sequel. Like you mentioned, oh, yeah. like I could very easily see that one being so much better than the original just based off of like what we're seeing right here so yeah and also probably a hell of a lot more difficult (laughs) yeah um i really i really should go back and beat the original one uh just Mm -hmm. because uh yeah it's 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 definitely a fun game Mm -hmm. it's just the matter of like the rhythm for me personally it's a struggle it's a fun struggle like i like going through it because it like it's kind of a learning process and that's one of the big reasons why i play games personally is just to like mm. relearn a bunch of mechanics and then learn how to get good and then eventually just stop playing altogether. <laughs> but uh but um yeah i don't know that game really had me convinced for a while like just in terms of the combat mechanic is something super interesting that not really any other games do even most rhythm games aren't like this in any real mm. degree um but yeah I don't know. It looks super good. It looks really, really high quality. That's one of the yeah, biggest things that I can go for it. Um, uh, what, what the hell was I just thinking of right now? Um, damn it, I'm blanking on what I was just thinking of. Um, oh, oh I, <laughs> this, this game is just, <laughs> I, I'm just, I completely forgot what I, oh, what it's, I was going to say. It's all but, good. Um, no worries. Um, this, basically, I'm just really stoked to see what they do with the uh, second... Uh, the second game i'm sure they're going to do a second one like they gotta do a sequel the first one sold really well to my understanding and uh and it's overall like it's well loved in the community and i'm sure based on the results we're seeing right now it would just be i can't imagine that many people hating it like i can't really imagine anybody being like i don't like this particular mechanic Um, absolutely they technically had a sequel um but mm -hmm. it was uh it was more in line with a. It's more of just a major expansion, right? To the original game that just added a. 
added a new character and also a new method of a uh, gameplay, mm-hmm. but it was still the same game from my understanding. Um, okay. I can't remember what the name of the DLC was. I love how I'm the one representing this game. <laughs> I can't remember what the name of the main character was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Cadence of Hyrule, what was the name character? Sven? Was that her name? <laughs> I think some people said it, her name is Cadence. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. Cadence. <laughs> of course. Of course. Of course, people from my chat would know the answer. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. I tossed it all out of my brain as soon as I was done streaming the game. So <laughs> it's available for $25. Mm-hmm. You think you got your $25 worth out of it? I would say yes. Then again, as I said, I streaming the game is a lot more difficult. Not more mm-hmm. difficult a lot more it is, but it's a lot more different than if I was just sitting there actually playing the game. Mm-hmm. Right. right. If I was sitting there playing the game by myself, I'm not sure. The fact that it's only available on Switch is also a little bit of a eh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If I know a lot of people were really disappointed that it wasn't available, like, uh, that that it wasn't a Steam release or something like right. that. But I mean, it, yeah. it, it wouldn't be. It's an Nintendo yeah. Game. Yeah, yeah. It's like, a Nintendo you, game. You're not gonna get that. It feels bad. <laughs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. Maybe some sort of light version on mobile, but that's a long shot too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's a little bit of a downside to the game. As I mm-hmm. said, also it's it's only uh about five hours long, maybe mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. you know if you figure out what you're doing. The right. uh the randomly the partially randomly generating map is touch, but I don't know. I I got my money's worth out of it. And I'm sure if I had a buddy to play with, it would add a whole new... I didn't even get to play multiplayer, so I don't even know what that's like. Or, mm-hmm. like, how much more, like, depth that would add to the yeah. gameplay. Or, like, what cha- like even if they add any changes when you're playing multiplayer, I don't even know if that's a thing. For all I know, there could be, like, more mobs, or the mobs could have, like, uh, like upgraded tactics or something like right. that. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I guess I do have one quick question for you. The mm. music, does it change based on the stage or do, is it like a random piece of music every stage? Uh, it's uh, it's based off of the location. For instance, Gruda okay. Valley has got the na 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 And uh, <laughs> also depending on the location, for instance, when you kill, like it's all like bombastic and like heavy whenever there's enemies around. But as mm-hmm. soon as you kill all the enemies on a board, uh, it becomes more, a lot more softer and more backgroundy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always try and like, where's the next enemy spot? I need to jam out to some electric guitar and brass going. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> it's a, it's kind of a motivation to, which it is a nice motivation to kind of keep moving forward to hear that awesome soundtrack play because mm-hmm. once you beat an area, you're like, oh, the music's gone. Right. Find some more bad guys to kill so I can get some more awesome music going. Like, yeah. It's uh, uh, and that I would say, uh, as I said, like uh, my buddy Jules is a fantastic musician, and like uh, hearing, like like uh, Danny Baranowski is the composer for this game's music, mm-hmm. and um, obviously he didn't invent the Zelda theme, but he did the instrumentation and everything for this game soundtrack. Right, and uh, yeah, depending on uh, what area you're in, the music is different. Uh, underground areas have different music dungeons have their own unique soundtracks bosses mm-hmm. have their own unique soundtracks the soundtrack to this game i'd say would be pretty well worth trying to pick up at some point 
because yeah. it is just a really rocking rendition of the Zelda themes that everyone has grown up and known and loved. Yeah. So, and that's honestly one thing we didn't even really talk about, which is probably the most important thing about Crypt of the Necrodancer and Cadence of Hyrule is that yeah. sure they are mm-hmm. roguelikes and sure they are games themselves, but they're really heavily focused on their music quality. Oh, and that's absolutely. something that I really, really respect for uh, a game to do. Because Danny is fantastic. Like, because mm-hmm. um, he worked on this game and also Crypt of the Necrodancer. Like, he is just... Ugh. I, I I haven't gotten to meet him. I haven't gotten to talk with him personally, mm-hmm. but I got to see him at TwitchCon uh, 2017. Mm-hmm. And he is just he is just a ball of energy and creativity. He is an awesome dude. Um, quite honestly, larger than life, literally and figuratively. He's a he's a big fucking man. <laughs> big fucking man. But he's a he's got a it's a brilliant mind on that sexy honking body of his. And mm-hmm. uh, God, I'm uh, so. Uh, I could just gush about uh, his music <laughs> for days because it's all so good. But yeah, oh, Kansas Fire, pretty awesome. lit. <laughs> oh man! Anything else on Cadence of Hyrule, guys? I think I think uh, I'm golden. I mean, really, I, I would say if you like music and you also like say, well, first off, obviously, if you like Crypt of the Necro Dancer, you're probably gonna really like this. But um, if you like music-based games, this is a very good pickup, just in general. Like, mm-hmm. I found myself, even though I could barely play uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer properly, the music, like, the music itself was actually, even the way that uh, Homic said it, it itself is kind of the motivation to keep playing. Like, mm-hmm. it's not even necessarily so much about the enemies as it is about the music and, like, trying to pick that pace up in terms of the music quality. Um, I can't... I can't tell you how much of my playthrough, uh, how much of my commentary ended up being like, I'm going to kill you freaking guys. I'm going to stab <laughs> you in the eyes. I'm going to freak eat your face. You're going to die. I like, just like, I can't, it was, it just turned into me like singing as I'm just like, just like going for it. <laughs> that's all my commentary turned into was just me singing the songs as I was going. But it's just the way when the music is just that bumping and that good, it's exactly what it turns into. Oh yeah, man! In it. But yeah, definitely worth looking into for sure. Like even while I was watching it, I was just like, "Wow, this looks this looks better than what I expected it to look like." That's for sure. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, Zelda, Zelda's got some sexy swagger too. <laughs> like her, sprites, her sprites all like, "Ooh, look at my hips sway!" And I'm, like, I'm looking. <laughs> oh man. Oh my goodness. Awesome. Um, what's next on the list, Ren? Well, next up, we're going to actually be talking about Slime Rancher a bit. So, for those who are like new here, well, for those who, who aren't new here, we've actually talked about Slime Rancher once before, but it was a while back. And I haven't yeah. recently played it since like just last week. Um, and I've been loving it. I've completely forgot how much I really enjoyed that. Uh, that game so for those who don't know it's a very cute art style game that's like the biggest focus on it by far is that it's Mm -hmm. meant to just be an adorable game to just kind of like play and chill and think of think of something along the lines of like harvest moon for example but uh but very clearly i'm I'm bringing it up on screen right now just that way people can get a very clear idea of uh, 
the focus on adorability more than anything. Yeah. So the game is just focused uh, around collecting slimes, realistically. Like, you don't, you're not forced to progress towards any actual goal. Um, you just start off by just being like, oh, look, adorable little pink slimes over there. I'm just going to collect some. Why not? And then, like, you're just like, okay, all right, I got a few. Let's go, like, explore some more. And then it's just, it's the progression of just finding more and more, more than anything. It's very, explore, yeah. like, exploration-heavy game. Um, they all just look happy to be alive. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, I was recommended this by a viewer in one of my streams. Even though I did own the game, they're all like, hey, you're not really doing anything right now. Do you want to play this? And I was like, uh, sure, I guess. I mean, I'll, I'm not really opposed. <laughs> and uh, the one thing that I'll immediately say is that in the same boat that like Harvest Moon and Stardew have, they have that trait of just one more second i just need to go do this real quick and then you just keep mm. staying in that repetitive loop of like oh i'm just gonna go do this real quick that's fine it'll take like five seconds no big deal and then you just constantly you're constantly in that cycle to the point where like i meant to stream it for like two hours and i think i streamed it for five and i was just like oh yeah no i'll end shortly i'll end very soon i just need to go i need to go open this gate <laughs> I just need to go find some more dudes. You know, it's not no big deal. I'll be fine. I don't have a problem. Okay. Um, but I found it to be extremely adorable. I've missed this art style in particular. Um, it's very simplistic. Like you don't need to play it with like the goal of beating it in mind. If you're just wanting to chill and you want like a chill experience, this easily has you covered on it. Um, I think I got it for $5. I've had it, I had it on Steam through a Steam family sharing from a friend. And while I was playing it, he decided to go play some games of his own. So it just immediately kicked me out of the game. And I was like, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to go buy it. I'm going to buy it anyway. There's no reason not to. I think I bought it for like mm. five bucks. Easily worth it. Um, I probably at this point have currently, I want to say like 12 hours in it so far. But um. It's something that you could definitely get soaked into. There is some story elements to it. Like there is, um, wh what would I call them? They're basically signs that talk about the uh, character that was before you on this farm, for example. Mm -hmm. And in the grand scheme of things, they don't really matter. Like for me personally, I played the game just to chill, have fun, throw slimes into an ocean, and then just be like, this is my one favorite slime. If anybody even gets close to him, they all die. Like, that's, but, that's basically it. But, uh, but Ren, uh -huh. what about the fan fictions? We need those. We need those theories. <laughs> oh, God. How am I supposed to write my Slam Rancher fan fictions without you? Are you do you not do you not appreciate the story that the developer worked so hard to tell, Ren? How dare you? Oh, man. How dare that's I don't want to know about any slime rancher fan fiction. I will be dead honest with you. I will be completely honest with you. But uh oh my god. Uh, just gonna go into an incognito window real quick. <laughs> oh man. I would not recommend looking up anything in that boat. Anyway. Um so yeah, like it starts you off pretty pretty simply. It's like, okay, you have this very small area you can explore, you can kind of do whatever, and you're just left to your own devices to have fun. And the nice thing is that it gives you goals without really implying goals. So you'll run against like as you saw right there, there's a giant slime, giant pink slime. Mm -hmm. And 
there's no other real slimes like that in this area. You you just find like tiny little dudes that are just chilling. But that big fucker is just chilling out on an island, just hanging out over there. And you're inherently just left to be like, what is the deal with that? Maybe I can grab him. Maybe I can feed him. So you feed him, and then it turns out that your goal is to feed him until he dies. <laughs> so that way he drops a key for you to open up more areas. That's essentially Moody. it. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, man. So that that's the real nice thing about it, is that, like, at least for me, because I didn't read any of the signs, it does an actual really good job of explaining itself without you having to look it up. There is a lot of info, like a large amount of info that I didn't expect. Um, so when you go into the menu, there's a bunch of different options as usual. And there's something called a Slimepedia, which is basically like a giant Wikipedia of every single thing that you found. That's the keynote of things that you found. So you can't just be like, oh, that's the end game stuff right there. Obviously, like, ta-da, I know everything now. Get wrecked, game. There's no point of playing. But like, mm. there's shockingly a large amount of like story elements to uh, slimes which i didn't even get into i just saw like four paragraphs of text about one pink little slime and i was like <laughs> i think i'm good i think i'm all right i'm not interested in that um but yeah it's definitely super adorable um the game feel is phenomenal like that was one of the best things um but I'm at the stage where it's started to take, like, a weird turn, at least for me personally, where the entire, like, time leading up to this, you're basically doing what's on the screen right now. You're basically just collecting slimes, and you're experimenting. You're seeing what happens if, like, oh, I feed one slime a drop from another slime, and then it just turns into, like, a weird amalgamation of both. But, like, sometimes they're adorable. Sometimes they're terrifyingly dangerous and will just try to kill you outright. Um, but... I'm at the stage now where it's like trying to get me to make certain mining tools, which is very weird. And it was not at all what I was expecting. Um, so a key note is like through all of this, there's no time. Like there's no time durations on anything in the grand mm -hmm. scheme of things. If you feed something an object, they'll drop um, their currency. And their currency is just how you purchase upgrades and things like that. You can also use it to upgrade slimes from one upgrade to another. Um, but so yeah, it's poop smith. Exactly, you're just the poop smith. <laughs> All you're doing is just collecting shit. You're just like a giant world janitor <laughs> in the grand scheme of things. Um, but yeah, it kind of sticks in that boat for like the while, like the longest time, to the degree where I didn't expect it to really go anywhere differently. Um, one of the areas that you can unlock is called the lab, which gives you the ability to make mining equipment apiaries um and there's something else i can't remember what it is but essentially they're resource notes in the grand scheme of things and they have time durations on them and i found that really weird because everything else in the game is kind of just like an instant gratification of sorts like you go over you see a bunch of slimes you feed them they get bigger and then they give you a drop like it's it's pretty instant there's no waiting period for that um but, like, when I got the mining tools, it was like, okay, you place it down. You have 15 minutes. You'll, I'll see you in 15 minutes when this is done. And I was like, wait, what? Wait, are you serious right now? Um, mm. And that's, that's the weird thing that I don't know how I feel about it. Maybe I'll get used to it, but I really doubt it. I personally am not a big fan of time limits on games, especially when it's something as instantly rewarding as, like, this. 
where it yeah. just for me personally it really conflicted with the flow of the game and yeah, it's more I've, of a it's more of a mobile game thing yeah. i find is uh putting timers on stuff like that like that's why freaking <laughs> bethesda bless their heart <laughs> bless that todd howard's heart uh the freaking uh elder scrolls blades yeah such a nightmare because it's like oh you want to build a blacksmith cool wait 24 hours <laughs> Yeah, oh, but, you can, but they're so you've got a time limit in this game, though. And it's yeah. not even like a pay to go faster or something like yeah. that. You just got to wait. Exactly. Build. Exactly. Mm. And another keynote is that it's not a free game. Like I paid money for it. And when I pay mm. money for it, putting timers on things makes me immediately frustrated. I was trying to hold back a lot on stream. I, tried, I, was, I was just trying not to make a big deal out of it. But deep down, I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Like, I don't want to just make like three different things and then spend half a stream just waiting for those to eventually be done. Like, mm. that's not salt <laughs> through you. <laughs> Honestly, though, um, aside from that, like there was things about it that like I did see as being pretty cool. So the the mining tools and all that stuff, they aren't exactly necessary. Like, you don't need them. But they can provide, like, really cool rewards. So, for example, there's a drone where it will actually go about doing all of, like, the stuff that you would normally do at your farm. Like, it will go collect their poop, it'll feed them, and it'll, like, actually go and sell the poop for you. Like, it does it does all the things for you, which I thought was really cool. <laughs> Downside is it's going to take forever for me to get because I don't want to wait that long. That's just not a thing I, as a player, want to do. But, um... I, I had to concede, like, that was a cool idea. There was a bunch of, like, cosmetics in it as well. So it's not necessarily a requirement, but it definitely... It was the biggest upgrade for my farm, for example. So you can unlock different areas. Um, there's, like, a cave area where you can store um, night slimes, essentially, um, where if they come out during the day, they just die. That, that's just how it goes. They see light, and then they're gone. Um... So there's, like, areas where you could store those, which is nice. And there's, like, a, a pond where you could store puddle slimes, which are fucking adorable, by the way. By far, probably one of the most adorable things in the game. Um, <laughs> but there's there's all of these sorts of dynamics, which is like, okay, that's fine. They're expansions. But the the lab itself just felt like I paid a lot of money to not really get anything. Like, it was like, okay, I paid money to pay more money. Great. Cool. That's not that's not my biggest uh, feels good moment in this game. Mm. Aside from that, I really like it. I've been having a blast with it. Um, it's definitely a fun game. There's you don't have to play this, and I've already said it multiple times. You don't have to play this with like a goal, which is really nice. Yeah. Kind of like with Stardew, you don't have to play it with a goal. It tries to fake you out by like giving you a goal of hey, make the farm better in three years. But in the grand scheme of things, no matter what happens, you can still keep playing after it. Like, there's no, there's no real limitation there. Um, mm. So that's really nice. I just, I, I really find the lab mechanic to be really weird. Like, that's, that's definitely the biggest thing that I find to be really strange. Um, the slimes all have different, like, personality traits, which is really cool. So, for example, tabby slimes are like the cat slimes. If you get close to them, 90, like, there's a good majority of the time where they'll just, like, jump at your face just to jump at your face. And, like, that's just a thing. Um, certain ones are really aggressive. Um, so, for example, certain certain kinds of slimes um, will get aggressive if they don't get fed. Some will just stay, like, lethargic. They won't really do anything. They'll just chill. Um, 
but some of them will just go all out to try to murder you in revenge <laughs> for the like lost pomegranate and uh <laughs> i don't know i i found it to be really cool and really interesting in that regard and there is there's depth in it but like you don't necessarily need to dive like deep into it um mm -hmm. each like certain kind of slime has their favorite type of food they they have required kinds of food so for example one certain thing will eat vegetables another will only eat fruit one doesn't give a fuck he'll just eat whatever it doesn't matter um but like even within that trait there's like okay well this one likes strawberries and like if you feed them strawberries you get like a multiplier of the reward that you get so it gives you an incentive to like go for that depth but you don't really need to like i have a farm of just like random fruits and veggies and i just throw food in whatever cage i want just to like do it and uh and yeah i don't know there's not a whole lot to talk about when it comes to this game it's just a nice little chill it's a chill game it's it's a video game for fun that's the best way of like describing it you don't need to like be good at every single game this could just be a game that you just play to have a good time but not uh, a lot not a lot to talk about, but got 20 minutes on on it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll make. You're you good. I was just gonna say, watching all these, watching this guy harvest all these like carrots and like all this other like healthy food. I'm like, God, my diet. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Maybe maybe I need to get put into a pen and have. Some, like, <laughs> yeah, where's the slime that only gets fed ramen? <laughs> Where where's that slime? oh man where's the where's the slime that goes out and buys really not good for you chinese food <laughs> and then eats it sadly alone in its room is is there a is there a slime that just relies on chicken strips and beer <laughs> if only that's, that's, oh that's, that's man my uncle <laughs> um see this is an interesting game because this is definitely not the first time we've talked about this uh, -huh. uh game on this podcast and it seems to be a game that we return to just because it's really it, it seems to be a, a a replayable game that yes yeah it just has all sorts of different levels of enjoyability mm -hmm. yeah so it seems I especially if you catch it on sale it seems like it's a really good value yeah it's one of those games that's fun for fun's sake rather than being fun by being difficult or being fun by like introducing certain like interesting new mechanics you're feeding slimes vegetables that's the grand mm -hmm. scheme of things like you're not doing anything like mind-blowing really it's like okay i gave i gave a slime a carrot congratulations me but like i don't know it's just a fun game to just chill and mess with like Mm -hmm. for me personally as a streamer it was like playing just chatting but just like having a game in the background like yeah it, it was a fun experience that i could just play and chill with but i don't really need to focus on it like i don't have to like go all out and try to beat the game just because i'm a completionist which is usually the case with other games so like with something like bloodborne for example i love the difficulty on it like i love that sort of thing but it's always really refreshing to just have a game that doesn't ask much of you, really. Like, it's like, okay, yeah, you, you can do whatever you want. I don't care. There's no repercussion for not feeding a slime, with the exception of it might get mad. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. You can walk. Like, you'll be fine. You could probably walk faster than it anyway, but it's not ha a happy boy. It's not a happy camper. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. Definitely a nice chill game. I, I enjoyed my time playing it. 
I still I still really don't get the lab aspect though. That part is really throwing me off personally. Gotcha. Um aside from that, it's good. That's all I really have to say about it. But yeah. Anything else on, on Slime Rancher? I think that covers it for me personally. Cool. Very cute. Uh yeah. what's next? So next, we actually had something that we were talking about earlier, which is uh, the QuakeCon sale that's actually happening right now. Um, oh, yeah. 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 yeah Homic brought to, to like our attention that uh, Prey was $5, which is a phenomenal steal, yes. by the way. Like, that's a really I, good game. Um, I'm thinking about grabbing that, actually, just because people are yeah. like, have you, have you played Prey before? And I'm like, I have that. <laughs> you get it. I'm like, because I don't have any money. yeah um for me personally so i almost beat the game the keynote is almost because i got right to the end and then my hard drive got corrupted and then i lost all of my data for it and it was the worst thing of all time like it was probably my worst experience in gaming for like a solid week of like all the games you played are now gone you lose (laughs) like congratulations you suck Yeah, so so that was horrible, but, like, the entire time that I had with it was really good. Like, it was a really, really fun experience. Um, the graphic quality was shockingly super impressive. Even recently, I uh, reinstalled it just because I wanted to try it off stream and play it for a little bit. Um, and I was expecting it to, like, age a little bit. It looks phenomenal. Like, it looks really, really solid, even, like, at this day and age. Um... But yeah, super, super nice looking. I was just unbelievably impressed. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It was really, really, really good. Yeah. Um, for those who don't know what it is about. So essentially you play as a scientist who is um, honestly, they don't really give you a whole lot of details at the start. You're, they're just like, hey, you're doing science stuff today. Seems good. Um, and uh, it turns out that... Uh, you're the su- like you're obviously the subject in the game where it's like okay can you do this for us real quick can you do this for us real quick just trying to like teach you basic mechanics and stuff and then um towards the end of like the tutorial it turns out that like a monster sh- like climbed up on the table while like one of the scientists was looking away and it turned into a mug like it just turned into a coffee mug and that's like your start with it and so the guy starts drinking out of the coffee mug and he's like, why is there no coffee in this? And it just turns back into a monster, kills him, and then it restarts you back at the start of the game. And, like, that's just how it starts. And you're just like, what is happening? Like, what is going on? It's really, really cool. It's very, like, hide-and-go-seek in terms of horror at the start, which is a really interesting mechanic. Like, mm-hmm. I haven't really seen that used in a single-player setting. Like, I've obviously seen it in, uh... Oh, my God. What's it called? It's it's one of the Gary's mod games. Um, where like uh, prop oh hunt. yeah, prop hunt. Like you can use a hide and go seek mechanic in that, but it was never really used in a horror element before along these lines. Um, in short, really looks really really good, like super good for this day and age. Uh, the gameplay is fun, and the nice thing is, um, actually really early on you get something called a uh, I think it's called a goo cannon. I think that's what it's called, and um. It gives you the ability to parkour. Like, it gives you the ability to not actually have to follow the straight and narrow, like, linear path that the game might want you to do. So, for example, 
I got the goo cannon, went into a hallway and saw that there was like an area above me. And my immediate like thought before I, anything was like, I need to go up there. I need to see what's up there. I have to know. And so I'm just placing like little foam bomb things like on a wall, just like parkouring up to it. And I got a gun that I wasn't even supposed to get for like three hours just because of that. And I your goo. <laughs> I shot my goo all over the place. And needless uh, to say, it was a very rewarding experience. Um, that but, shooting your goo is rewarding from what I hear. <laughs> it's very, very rewarding. <laughs> um, super good. Super good game. Heavily recommend. Um, for $5, that's like beyond a steal. Like, even when I bought it, which I think I bought it at like 20 bucks, I was very surprised by like how high quality it was. And it's not a short game by any means. It's actually pretty long. And it's pretty, it's pretty dense. There's a lot of things going on. And I really like it. I don't know. It, it feels like it's very AAA title. That that was yeah. like the biggest feel that I got from it. It was a AAA title with an actual unique element to it. Not just like, oh, it's a AAA game and it's okay. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It, it looks like, like they just felt like it really did a good job with it. I was really impressed. But uh, um. but yeah, that's that's my little uh, spiel on that game personally. Yeah. So yeah, the QuakeCon sale, just like real quick, Doom, Prey, mm -hmm. Wolfenstein the New Order, Wolfenstein 2, the New Colossus, Dishonored 1 and 2, Dishonored Death of the Outsider, and Commander Keen are all on sale right now. Yeah. And those uh, are and they're all everything except for Wolfenstein, the New Colossus is under ten dollars. Really? New Colossus is twenty dollars, yes. Okay. Those are really to my understanding, because I played a few of those. I never played the Wolfenstein series. But those are really, really good games. Like, I have heard I, extremely good reviews about all of them. I played through, I think, three quarters of the uh, Bethesda Wolfenstein, the first game. I think mm -hmm. that one's called the... I think that one's called New Order. I think mm -hmm. is what the first mm -hmm. one, quote-unquote, is called. Yeah. And I was really... I didn't beat it. Um, I got distracted by something, but I got... I was really enjoying... The combat in that game, the art style, like a mm -hmm. uh, yeah, wholesale we'll, murdering of Nazis. Yeah, that that's just that's just good old, that's just good old character building, is what that is. <laughs> good, good old, good old put, wholesale put, and slaughter of Nazis. <laughs> just puts hair on your chest. Exactly. Oh man, I think I got uh, hairy. <laughs> I love the Easter. There was actually also some uh, classic Wolfenstein Easter eggs in the game. Also, mm -hmm. um, there's a uh, there was a nightmare section. Uh, the, it was the nightmare section where, like, in this one hub, you could actually go upstairs and you could like take a nap in this bed. It was like a have a nightmare or something. I'm like, okay, this is weird. <laughs> but but the nightmare is your character uh, B.J. Blaskowitz uh, having a dream of the very first Wolfenstein game and you're playing it in like classic <laughs> like Wolfenstein kind of that Doom 2D 3D like mm -hmm. a looking <laughs> environment and you're just running through a level of Wolfenstein and it was it was it was really there's really cool easter eggs in the game mm -hmm. um the acting is really well done mm -hmm. uh, yeah very very dramatic very intense like i got feelings of a uh, some of the scenes I got feelings of like a Quentin Tarantino movie based mm -hmm. on like uh, some of the characters. Like there's this one, uh, she's a female Nazi officer, but she's really intimidating. I forget what her name is. 
but like uh, when you first meet her, you play a game of Nazi chicken with her, <laughs> and uh, you, you have to struggle between uh, not blowing your cover and then also like faking that you're a Nazi operative or something like that. And it's really, it's actually really intense. You're just sort of like, oh, um, <laughs> y- yes, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Frau. Yeah, guten tag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was. I know the French. <laughs> I, oh man! Why I stopped playing the game, but I was really enjoying it. So anyone who's looking in to this, uh, this Quake, uh, Bethesda sale or whatever, definitely mm-hmm. the Wolfenstein. Something that I extremely recommend. Yeah, because uh, they're, they're hella fun. Uh, beautiful games and they play well and they're fun and just yeah solid solid games yeah i've never actually personally played the wolfenstein games and i've been looking into it so i'm probably even considering picking them up um mm-hmm. did you so did you play both of them Hamik? i only i only played through most of uh the new order okay uh, i haven't beaten it and, okay. and then i heard and then i heard old blood was also really good Mm-hmm. Uh, but a buddy of mine back in the day we played it and he was like this game is really freaking amazing and i'm like i should give it a try it's something <laughs> um but i don't know i just haven't i personally haven't gotten around to it yeah um the, mainly I, the reason why i'm asking is like is there any need so what i need to like play both of them in order to understand what's happening or can, or can they like stand alone in a sense because i understand that it might not like hold all of the depth on it but mm-hmm. i'd be I don't know. I want to try the newest, like, Wolfenstein. I heard it's really from good. I've, from what I've heard, you do need to kind of go in order. To... The, old Blood is a prequel to New Order, but it came okay. out after Order. Right. Uh, so it goes Wolfenstein, New Order, then there's Old Blood, which is a prequel to New Order, and then it's uh, the New Colossus, and, and then it's uh, the the new one that's coming out this year uh, do, to right. something or others um but but yeah like there there is a continuous storyline okay games all right um to keep up with okay that's fine by me it it definitely sounds really interesting though i've heard so many good reviews about the wolfenstein games like i have heard Mm -hmm. overwhelmingly phenomenal things about them i personally don't know shit about it because i haven't even seen any of the gameplay on it i've seen a tiny bit and that's it but like aside from that i got nothing um but yeah, the gun, I gunplay is a lot of fun and uh, fun weapons. And uh, like there's there's you can go in guns blazing or there's stealth elements to the game also mm-hmm. that you can engage in just lots of different ways to approach a problem. It's why I really liked uh, another game on the list. Um, it's why I really enjoyed uh, freaking Dishonored mm-hmm. when I first played it, because there's so many different ways about going about solving a problem. Mm-hmm. um yeah uh which is not to that extent but i always love games that give you multiple different solutions instead yeah of, instead of, like heading down a corridor guns blazing you can find an alternate route or something like that yeah um, I, I love games that give the player a choice as to how to engage in this event right and uh, how to go about solving it with their own problem solving skills do they just want to Mm-hmm. go ahead first into it or do they want to try a little more subterfuge right like yeah pl- yeah player chores chores <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it Super seems like important. all the games on this list are very good at that specific thing like they're very very open in terms of what you can yeah. do 
um, prey. You could run around with a shotgun if you wanted. You could go, like, parkour up some walls. You could, like, freeze enemies and then just destroy them with a wrench. Like, you could do whatever you want. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really, like, I, I gotta give credit where credit's due. That's something that Bethesda does really excel at, is just, uh, keeping player choice in mind on certain titles. Mm-hmm. And letting other developers make better games than them. Accurate. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> I, I Listen, love Elder and... I love Elder Scrolls, but it's like, yeah. Uh, at some point, you need to pull your head out of your ass and like, <laughs> upgrade upgrade your tech. Like, yeah. <laughs> don't we even get do... me started on Fallout so much <laughs> with our creative engine. Upgrade the goddamn engine. <laughs> like, oh man. Ugh. Yeah. Whatever. Um. So that's the QuakeCon sale. Anything else on that at all? Uh, I uh, believe that's basically it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, probably, I don't know. Uh, were there any games that you were interested in, Danny? Um, like I have Dishonored. Um, mm-hmm. I've tried to play it a couple times, and just every time, uh, I think I got distracted with something else. Mm-hmm. Um. Probably one. Yeah, probably Wolfenstein. The Wolfenstein series is the one that probably attracts me the most. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's really about it. And in, in terms of this, um, I don't know why Dishonored never kept my attention. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be worth me trying again, maybe doing it for stream or something. Um, but yeah, I think I'm going to be picking up Prey uh, mm-hmm. for uh, October. Uh, just Ooh. get it while it's cheap now and then play it for October just so I have spoopy game. Mm-hmm. Play. Yeah. Something to be like, oh, that's a cool. That's not a coffee table. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that That's not a coffee table. That is death. Straight oh, death. That is tentacle. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> oh man yeah if there's one game that or one thing that game teaches you really well it's don't trust any object no matter what <laughs> i think there's one room in particular where like you'll go into it and there's just no like sticky notes on every object in the room that's just like not a mimic not a mimic not a mimic and you're just like <laughs> okay i feel like somebody's in the same boat as me here <laughs> oh man but what if they mimicked the post-it note Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, uh we have anything else to talk about? I think that about covers it. There wasn't really a whole lot in terms of news this week. Like it was pretty chill. Um plus I we got to talk about a lot about a lot of budget games going on right now, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. But uh but yeah. What was that uh, uh... It was a bit of news or something. Were we wanting to talk about any of these? Or were, oh. we, wanting to, were we wanting to talk about the Joy-Con thing? Wait, we, we could talk about the Joy-Con thing if you want. At least mention it. <laughs> yeah. I, I think we all agreed, like, in our pre-show prep that there was... It, it's like, eh, it, it doesn't really fit our niche. We were... Before the show started, I even admitted this to these guys... When I was looking for stories, I was grasping for straws. There is basically nothing. <laughs> we could we could talk about the new Overwatch character, sure, but we're not that podcast. I'll um, be honest, I didn't even know there was a new Overwatch character. <laughs> it's been I, so long oh, since yeah, I played Overwatch. Yeah, they they stole from Mega Man. Is what it is. Oh my god! Wait a second. I, I is this know. the character that I thought looked like somebody from Warframe? Hold on. 
<laughs> guys, we're talking about the new Overwatch character. <laughs> Format's broken. <laughs> uh, the, the guy who the guy who looks like he's Lex Luthor. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've I've seen it now. <laughs> okay, so this uh the, this joy-con thing so apparently there's a class action lawsuit i mm-hmm. I, I am forcibly bringing us back to topic. <laughs> um there's a lawsuit fine. against nintendo <laughs> apparently there's a drift issue with the joy cons to be honest i didn't even understand the problem because when i asked like so what what's the actual problem or, like the joy cons like coming loose on it or whatever no it's apparently drift with the joysticks right guys yeah 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 which so, like just classic stuff with like like n64 controllers and would do that <laughs> like uh, gamecube controllers would do that shit back in the day you yeah you, you slam on the stick long enough and eventually it breaks yeah Ooh, like, like <laughs> it, it, it breaks and then your character has a tendency to whenever your controller is idle to just kind of be like well, well, hey, well, I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I was so confused when I looked at the article, honestly, because like normally I'm used to our articles being a little bit more in depth or like a little bit more like important to say the least. So when I saw it and then it was like, uh, would dri- wait, am I just not understanding drift correctly? Because if I remember right, drift is just like lazily moving to the left. Like, that's not that big of a deal. Like, whatever. <laughs> um apparently that's worth a lawsuit nowadays i don't understand at all like i don't get it Um, according to the article it was five thousand five hundred people who said that who reported the same similar issue and um so the the legal action was decided to be taken to sue the shit out of nintendo um because god dang it if we can't have our working controllers then you can't have your money (laughs) <laughs> give, give me give me your money because i certainly deserve it i guess maybe more than you possibly apparently <laughs> like, i i initially thought it was something about like the controllers like coming undone from the the switch itself and like okay i yeah. can see where like maybe like if like the joy cons were like shifting in your hand or yeah something. yeah like i could see it if it was an actual hardware issue like a core hardware issue like maybe maybe if the fucking joy cons were actually broken on like release of product like okay yeah obviously like that would be worth something but like lazily moving to the left is not that bad like what (laughs) the controllers aren't that expensive like straight up like they're really just not that big of a deal but like two it's lazily moving to the left like that's not that's not the end all be all like i remember even uh uh homic brought it up earlier when we were talking about it uh before the stream was uh, when they were doing uh, full refunds for, like, the Xbox 360 Red Rings. Yeah. Which, mm. I know that feeling so well, because I had, like, five Xbox 360s that all had the exact same problem. And then every time, I'd have to refund them. Um, like, that's an issue. That's a core issue. I can completely agree with that. Lazily moving to the left is not that big of a deal. And that's not even mm. through, like, release of product. That's through wear and tear. Like, that's... Yeah. If yeah, it's... obviously, it's going to happen. Now, now, if it's an issue of like they're supposed to fulfill a certain standard standard of like test abuse or something like that, like a, uh-huh. I, I don't know how it works with like how they test a product to right. make sure that it can withstand a certain amount of like abuse over time. Mm-hmm. I, I I imagine there's some kind of test they do with that right over time. And if it's if it's 
if it's something to where it they said it passed that kind of test, but then in public it doesn't mm-hmm. pass that test, I could see where it would be a uh issue for uh you know legal repercussions. Mm-hmm. But if if you're just if you're just a, if you're just abusing the a smash and super smash brothers or something <laughs> like the the if you're just trying to beat the shit out of your your 12 year old cousin in super smash brothers and you break your joy con well that's your own fuck right exactly yeah um now if nintendo i don't so i don't really see a reason to sue nintendo but if nintendo wants to be like yeah we understand we can make a more like uh durable version mm-hmm. of joy cons in the meantime we could like and we were talking like with the 360 <laughs> like yeah how long have you had your switch how long have you had your joy con right blah, 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 oh it broke in this amount of time well sure mm-hmm. refund or whatever i don't know like, yeah i i'm not uh, i'm not educated enough to really talk about like legal kind of stuff right um i'm yeah. just i'm just some dickhead on the internet <laughs> <laughs> It's okay, me too. Mm, but thirdsies, but I, I personally, me, I'm, I'm just like everyone wants, just wants to sue someone with a lot of money at this yeah. point, and just, just to like get a piece of what they're making because they're not making. That's what I took away from it. Is like, we want an excuse to sue Nintendo because they, they've got money, and I don't. Yeah, yeah. I, I was even so shocked when I was reading the article, and you're right, it did say 5,500 people had, like, had this issue, and I was like, I have never heard a single person have this issue that's not, like, unless if they're just, like, being an asshole to their Switch, like, mm. unless if that's the case. Like, I've never once heard that issue, so I don't know what's going on there, I really don't have a clue, but... Mm-hmm. Here's the answer to your problems. <laughs> Honestly. Nintendo Pro Controller. <laughs> Buy one. You yeah. See this thumbstick? I've beaten the shit out of this. <laughs> it's got a little bit of dust on it, but that's just from that's, that's just from love, baby. Just from love. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, man. Anything else on that? Like I said, we were grasping at straws for news this week. It was... I said about covers it. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we should probably have some news with QuakeCon next, starting on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so. boy. More Doom footage. Let's go. Oh, my God. That's all I want. Honestly. Maybe maybe we'll see how Bethesda actually plans on fixing, you know, Fallout 76. That's not what Instead I want. I want that game to die in a fire. <laughs> I don't want to see that game ever again. But, but they're putting in NPCs, Ren. Oh, yeah. It's only been a year. It's Hold only on. been a year and people what? losing their shit. So okay. actually, oh. hey, Ren. Ren yeah. want NPCs? <laughs> Here, I got some homework for you, Ren. Okay. Because the podcast has been around long enough to, uh, for you to go back. And I want you to go back and listen to our QuakeCon episode from last year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I would be, like, like, hyping it up because I really wanted it to be good. <laughs> and then, like, the more and more closer and closer it got, the more and more I was like, oh, God, no. Oh, God, please don't suck. And then it was just like, it sucks. It's horrible. I would really like you to 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 have a retrospective. Yeah, sorts. I'm planning on playing it on a year anniversary of the game coming out because I Always. played it in beta and I played it on release and I have regret my life choices. Oh. 
Oh, Ren, you did not fall. You f did you fall for it last year? Did you fall for it? Oh, man. Okay, On the plus we, side, I there's see. one mild plus see. side. There's one very <laughs> tiny plus side. I convinced so many people not to buy it that I almost feel like my money was justified on saving other people's money. <laughs> That's like was the, the only thing. Yeah, honestly. Oh, man. Um, but, let me... Uh, let me find it real quick. I should see to be, the episode. To be fair, I was only saved because I, in general, Fallout doesn't really attract me. Uh -huh. I found mm -hmm. the game. I found the games kind of boring in comparison mm -hmm. to like uh, Elder Scrolls. Yeah, uh, I think it's just the post-apocalyptic setting doesn't interest me. Mm -hmm. um, uh, whereas fantasy much more interests me. Yeah, uh, but but that but that's like. There could be other games that do it differently. Like for instance, I love the Metro series. I've been playing the Metro series mm -hmm. in my uh, off stream. It's been an off stream game of mine yeah. for a minute now. And I've been enjoying the hell out of those games. Mm -hmm. But I think it's because it's more of a linear experience. Yeah, it's a very um, linear, immersive experience. That's the thing. Is like, yes. Oh my God. It is extremely immersive and they do it really well. Um, Whereas in Fallout, I just feel like I'm walking around alone yeah. in in like a brown <laughs> just a brown yeah. i'm walking alone in a brown <laughs> yeah just in a brown just just in a brown you can take that whatever way you want um wow all two colors of this palette is wonderful <laughs> <laughs> there's either greenish brown or brown that's <laughs> those are your only options or or gray <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay all right See, when I get one I was going to say just one very tiny Fallout 76 rant that like, because uh, I, I uh, ranted about this game yeah. for like a straight up hour and I'm not going to do that to us here, but like give us to us daddy, the fact, and I mentioned this at the E3 <laughs> talk that we had, the fact that they tried to sell putting in NPCs as like their like major like goal <laughs> that they planned on doing in the first place was like year no like year one there was no NPCs year two we're bringing them back and like that was their main selling point was like yeah that's this was our plan the entire time was like the guys were all supposed to come back and I'm just sitting over here like you motherfuckers <laughs> you motherfuckers you can't even admit that you did a wrong you're just like no this was our plan the entire time our our entire plan was to just botch it on year one and then like act like it's uh, it was all part of the plan year two mm -hmm. yeah yeah and i could not I, I could not believe that they threw it in vr i joked about it while we were watching it and then it actually happened and i was about <laughs> to throw my keyboard out of like a fit of like rage and like i couldn't believe this was happening right now oh man uh, that <laughs> I, I love uh Whenever any developer or anything like uh, does something that is a mess up, I, I love the whole like, oh, we're so self-aware, blah, 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 blah. Like, so uh, surprise some Todd Howard, freaking surprise some of you are here after this past year. Right. And, he, and I'm just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then there's like the one dude just, wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't see, see I can't actually be loud because I'm in an apartment and I'd piss off my neighbors <laughs> oh man 
It was I'd just... probably do piss off my neighbors, but <laughs> <laughs> it was just that uh, one front Devro that had any sort of like interaction at all, and everybody else is like, "You got to be kidding me! Why am I here?" <laughs> like everybody else is like, "This is the worst idea I've ever had in my life. I can't believe this right now." Mm-hmm. It, it's it's funny that last year um you were like dude so from what i'm gathering last year you were like super stoked for the announcement of 76 i was really excited yeah because like i thought (laughs) i i just i thought it was gonna be better than that like by a landslide like it didn't even feel like it was mildly released like it, it didn't even feel like it was like i tried it in the beta and i was like this is horrible like this is atrocious how the fuck? They have two weeks to fix this. Like, there's no way in hell. Like, half of these issues are so, like, corely ingrained into the game itself. Like, there's no way you're fixing some of these issues. And... Yeah. It reminds I, me of, uh... Just, that reminds me of Anthem, too. Because that was another yeah. game that was just like, holy shit. Yeah. I, I'm really glad, um... I didn't buy the game. Uh, one of my, mm-hmm. one of my friends, uh... Uh, they bought a hard an Nvidia hard drive and gave me a copy to the uh, key to the game as well as our the uh, <clears throat> oh god premiere access mm-hmm. uh, to play the game before it came out and I played it and I'm like this is fun and all but this is really empty in comparison to what I was hoping it was mm-hmm. going to be and I'm just sitting there thinking I'm like I and also the server rampant server issues and all I can think of is I'm just like. I don't think this is a thing that can be fixed before release. Mm-hmm. This doesn't yeah. seem like something that's fixable. Yeah. I think this is just what is going to be the game. And then yeah. sure as shit, the game came out. I was playing my copy of it and I played it for like two weeks and I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm so no. I, yeah. I have no more interest in playing this game. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I felt the exact same issue. Cause I tried out the, I believe it was the beta. I tried it with a friend. And I was like, this is solidly okay at best. Like, this is all right. The sound design for the guns was, like, the worst thing of all time. Like, in terms of, like, the base guns, I couldn't believe it. I was like, am I just shooting pea shooters? Are all my guns pea shooters? (laughs) Like, what's happening right now? (laughs) Honestly, though, it was like every gun had that same one sound effect. And I was like, I can't handle this. Like, this is the worst. The abilities were cool. I'll give them that. Like, the abilities and the character models themselves were cool. Everything else was a shitstorm. Like, everything else is like, I could care less about anything in this. Well, the combat was completely ripped from Mass Effect 3's multiplayer. Yeah. It's the thing. Like, the entire basis for the combat was the mm-hmm. combo system. Was, uh, like, uh, detonation combos and priming combos. It was completely ripped from another game's multiplayer. And they tried to establish this game as like this that's the basis of the combat like well that's all well and good if it works <laughs> right um which <laughs> it, it doesn't <laughs> this game doesn't between um, the neck like, coating and the all the other nonsense that happened with it yeah, mm-hmm. oh oh god holy day. um but but yeah going back to 76 so <laughs> Uh, I find it really funny and, and upsetting funny too, that you, you <laughs> they were because when I heard the news about it, everyone was geeking out about it. Yeah, and I was I was just being jaded about it because uh-huh. one I didn't really I don't really like Fallout right uh, to begin with, and number two I'm just like didn't 
Fallout 4 just come out and they're making a mm-hmm. new full Fallout game. And I'm just like, and I remember I made fun of it in like one of my, uh, I, I was playing uh, Skyrim one night mm-hmm. and I was just being like, well, you know, back when Skyrim came out <laughs> 50 years ago and I was, I kept like, oh my God. And I just, I was like, Todd Howard is our Lord and Savior. He can do <laughs> no wrong. Like, a game this year we've known nothing about. Oh, um, man. Other than it's a Fallout game, and Fallout mm-hmm. 4 just came out. I'm sure it's going to be perfect, <laughs> right, guys? Right? Yeah, they didn't just slap some net coding on Fallout 4 and call it a multiplayer game. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh man, a, I, I I don't mean to make fun of you. No, story, don't worry. But... No, trust me, I am completely <laughs> self aware on it. I am I fully self aware on it. Um, I, I'm pretty sure I was really skeptical at the time, yes, and I yeah. was like, "Ren, don't feed into the hype, right? Ren, don't feed into the hype. Ren, what did I fucking tell you? I fucking <laughs> yeah. told you so." The plus side. I'll give it. I'll give it one plus side. It's not even the game itself that was the plus side. It was just like the fact that it crushed my spirit has now made me very self-aware about other games. I did not get hyped about them. Like, really, like, my now my immediate first thing I do is try to break a game down to, like, the lowest grade I possibly can, like, when I see it, and then try to build it up from there. So when I saw Anthem, I was like, this doesn't look look good at all. He is becoming the jaded warrior. <laughs> Knew he would become. Yeah. Oh man! It was it was almost overnight. Like you can yeah. see it. Like if you go back and listen to the yeah. podcast. Episodes. Well, yeah, because like you can hear in the podcasts. Like over time, I'm getting more and more fearful. Like I'm more and more just like I don't know about this. And then like the day, like the week I played the beta, I almost quit playing the beta. Like I like played it on stream for like half an hour and was like i'm fucking done like this is horrible this is like the worst thing i've ever played (laughs) i was i was losing my mind there but uh but yeah plus side at least it taught me how to be jaded so i'll give it that and i saved like five other people a lot of money so i'll also consider that but like holy jesus i made a mistake (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm trying to think of the game, the first game that made me a jaded, bitter, cynical gamer. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say, and I think Fox in the chat could agree with me on this. I think, oh God, I think, well, I think it was, was it Halo 5 that made me Oh, jaded? it might have been Halo 4. No, I, I liked Halo 4. I liked Halo 4. Oh, um, <laughs> that makes fun uh, of us. Yeah, I, I liked Halo Four. I, I played, I played a lot of it. Um, uh, five. Like, I'm a big story guy. I, I love the oh, Halo yeah. series. I, mm-hmm. I dedicate, and you know, Ren, I dedicate yeah. an entire month. Yeah. to fucking Halo. Yeah, yeah, Halo Five just lost the story. Um, mm-hmm. and so while I'm excited for Halo Infinite, mm-hmm. I'm very, 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 very curious to see how they drag it away from the direction they were taking it. Or how right. they like fix the story issues they made for themselves in the last mm-hmm. game. Um, I've got high hopes. Like they, they really seem to be like three four three seems to be really proud of this mm-hmm. game. Yeah. Um. So and the I, recent I track have... record, like with what they've been doing recently, actually hasn't been the worst. So that's a well, plus side. They've been getting a lot of positive PR with uh, first of all bringing mm-hmm. Master Chief Collection to the PC. That's a huge. Right. 
thing also all the positive changes they made for the console version mm-hmm. of uh the mcc um uh, and then all, also apparently the multiplayer community for halo 5 apparently has been really big it just sucks that i haven't been a big multiplayer guy for years mm-hmm. now i'm right. always a story guy and so the fact that the story sucked for halo yeah. 5 was extremely disappointing for me um but yeah so i'm really stoked about uh halo infinite tentatively mm-hmm. just because mm-hmm. i want it to be good but i'm gonna wait until i see more because yeah. one pretty one pretty e3 cinematic <laughs> doesn't convince me everyone yeah. else is like everyone's like halo's back baby halo's back i'm like <laughs> we saw a fucking pretty cutscene. that doesn't mean jack shit dudes yeah <laughs> don't fall for the hype wait till we actually get like gameplay yeah like, well i'm really hoping that- I- i'm ugh. And that's one of the big yeah. things about this recent E3, too, is, like, almost all of E3 this year was just cinematics. Bethesda's, entirely Bethesda's thing was just cinematic cutscenes. There was no actual real gameplay showed except for Doom. Like, that was the only thing they showed. Granted, they showed Doom for, like, 20 minutes. So I'll give them yeah. mild props on that for showing the one and only game that they had that was good. But... Like everything else was just like you like cutscenes, we got you on that boat, and I I completely agree. I can't get sold on that anymore. If anything, it makes me immediately not like the game. And it's a game they had nothing to do with making. Is Doom? That's entirely right. Exactly. That's entirely Mick Gordon's glorious guitar, like sensually massaging your ear holes. Right. Like that soundtrack. But Bethesda's had their creative their creative engine. Hasn't touched that shit. <laughs> Entirely it's baby. And mm-hmm. like just just because Bethesda's like they there's like here, let's let's jerk off money on this project <laughs> to make ourselves look better. And yeah. Right. Like, uh, yeah. What happened to you, Todd? We used to, ha- we used to be we used to have something special. What happened to you? Oh uh, man. <laughs> well, looking at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not complaining about this because this has been fantastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are uh, on the longer side of things for this show, typically. Yeah. Um, and we have gone off any semblance of rails. <laughs> um, so, it's for the best. Don't worry. It's for the best. Yeah. No, I am not complaining at all. Um, I just figure <laughs> it's probably somebody looking down at their phone or something like that. And they're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um so let's go on ahead and unless there's anything else that absolutely needs to be mentioned right now uh we good to start closing this out yeah we're good we're totally good yep mm-hmm. you just okay. you just tell me you just tell me what to do no what i want you to do uh homic what i want you to do right now i want you to look into that camera and i want you to tell those people what oh you do Oh wow! Yeah, anyone that <laughs> anyone that is watching the VOD right now, you guys are getting a wonderful view. Tell the wonderful people that you're looking directly at right now uh, where they can find you and what they're gonna find when they get there. Uh, my name is Homic Smash. I'm a variety caster. I do vocal things and bullshit. This is my partner in crime, Saxman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find me at twitch.tv forward slash homic smash, uh, where you- the metal in all its glory, lots of variety gaming, voice acting, singing, 
stupid voices and me making an ass of myself. <laughs> we'll uh, so, so anyone watching live we put the uh hit copy to his twitch link right there if you're watching the vod or on any of our podcast platforms spotify apple Podcasts, and the like you will see it down below in the descri- uh, episode description uh ren what's coming up on your channel so I'm going to be playing a ton more Borderlands 2. That's like the big thing I've been doing recently. And also, I kind of want to give another shout out to Homic because uh, Homic was actually the inspiration Aww. for me to do the uh, Skyrim charity month in the first place. When I watched you oh, do yeah. like your entire Halo month, like one, the way that you designed it was like awesome. Like I really liked all of the rewards and stuff like that for it. And I thought that was super cool. Yeah, dude. And it was just a <laughs> blast to watch. And that really just like... That immediately made me think, like, I want to do this for something. I need to figure out a way to, like, implement this in some way. So, quite literally, Hamika is basically the reason why that month happened. So, big pogs to him. Um, But anyway, I'm going to be playing. Yeah, of course, dude. Thank you for being here. Um, Yeah, it's fun. But anyway, I'm going to be playing a lot more Borderlands 2. We are currently in true Vault Hunter mode on our Siren. And uh, we're trying to get to level 80 on that one. Um, we're basically just grinding out on Borderlands 2 until Borderlands 3 comes out, which comes out on my stream anniversary, which I'm super excited for. So I'm planning on doing a 24 hour of that, which either is going to go really good or really bad based on if the game is any good or not. (laughs) So we'll see. (laughs) I've never once been able to do a 24 hour live stream. I attempted it once and I I, I think I made it like 16 hours and I'm like, I can't. Oh, man. I I made it 18 hours. To be fair, I did like work a shift right before I started it. Mm -hmm. So I think that was probably a reason why. (laughs) But I've never attempted one since because I'm like, this isn't really fun. And like the the quality of the content starts to go downhill. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, once you start losing your mind from. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, once you just start falling asleep in your chair, that's when you know things are starting to hit the fan. Yeah, but uh... I I had the problem where I started like losing control of what I was doing and so like <laughs> I would just like start walking into walls in the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, man. Coming up on my channel probably some uh creative streams. Um I've got a new little mascot that I want to roll out for branding uh on my channel instead of all these stupid little skulls. Um I also got someone else someone else's stuff that I need to work on. Um, and some other stuff that people have been asking me to do. So I might do that. Um, this is going to be kind of like a weird week for me. My, uh, I got to go, uh, on Thursday, I've got to go help my dad, uh, go to the hospital. He's getting an operation done. Mm -hmm. Um, so probably no stream on Thursday and who knows how that, how else any of that's going to affect my stream this week. Um, other than that, guys, Oh, there's Don't one forget. final thing I completely forgot to mention as well. Um, tomorrow, yes. so I have a camera that I've been talking about, but uh, I'm going to actually have that set up by tomorrow. It's a mirrorless camera, and I am so excited for it to look so much better than this goddamn webcam. I am stoked. Like, I am unbelievably pumped. I get the cords tomorrow. I just, I want it now. But that, that, that's basically it. That's that's all. I'm, I'm just unbelievably excited for that part. That's it. That's, yep. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So, uh, guys, do not forget that we do have a giveaway. Uh, Wait for tomorrow. 
uh, when the podcast goes up on the podcast feed, mm-hmm. I will say on our Twitter, uh, our episode with uh, Homic is live. Go on ahead and retweet this and get automatically entered to win for uh, your chance to win a copy of Monster Prom. We also have a $70 bundle that w- what um, – so basically what happens is every time you retweet, your name gets put in the hat um, as many times as you can retweet something like that. Um, and you'll have a chance to win a $70 bundle at the end of the month, including the game of the week. Um, we also have limited edition mugs that are for sale right now. So we'll get those before the 31st of July. You guys don't have that much uh, longer to pick up your own mugs. Um, the link will be down below uh, for that as well. Um, you guys can follow the podcast at, on Twitter at NTN pod. You can also find us on Spotify, Apple podcasts, uh, swoot, um, tune in, iHeart, I believe basically everything. And if we're not on your favorite podcast player, uh, let us know. We would love to be there for you. Um, anything else guys? Absolutely. Anything else? Did I forget no. anything that about covers it for me. Stay sexy. a big thank you to homic for coming in uh and bringing the uh not only did he bring a crowd here but he also brought some awesome insight and some uh, awesome conversation we appreciate it thank you very much thank you guys for inviting me i appreciate it gave me something to do tonight besides staring at my wall and (laughs) my life and crying (laughs) (laughs) all right guys we'll see you next week bye bye everybody (laughs) 